Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Give online therapy a try at betterhelp.com slash 365 and get on your way to being your best self. A common misconception about relationships is that they have to be easy to be right. But sometimes the best ones happen when both people put in the work to make them great. Therapy can be a place to work through the challenges you face in all of your relationships, whether with friends, work, your significant other, or anyone else. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit BetterHelp.com slash 365 today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash 365. BetterHelp.com. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. Mickey Spagnola, DallasCowboys.com. Mickey, it is uh, nearing free agency time uh, and combine time and all of those things. Uh, the Cowboys are up against it cap-wise. They'll get under and they'll figure it out. But of the guys who are v- vulnerable, would you say maybe Michael Gallup post-June 1st, especially given the cap savings they could have, may not be back next year? Well... I mean, that's always a possibility. They could always uh, restructure the contract. Uh, But, yeah, I I think the Cowboys got more things to worry about than the third wide receiver at this point. Uh, Now, his his salary, yeah, his salary ties $13 million, right? Uh, And and that's a lot if if he's going to be the third wide receiver. So, um, something has to be adjusted there uh but again you know you keep throwing money into dead money uh and it catches up with you do you realize already this year and we haven't even reached free agency they've got 13 uh 14 million dollars in dead money going into the cap right now that they're over by 16 million so you got to be careful yeah, well, and the reason I picked him out is if you go to overthecap.com, something I know that you use because it's great. Um, if you look at the, you know, post-June 1st cut, the left column of money that they'll be dead versus the right column of money that they'll save, that's usually the determining factor on guys who get cut. So if the money you, you're dead is, is way less than the money you'll save, then that usually means that that's the, the guys who are in that danger zone, right? And Michael Gallup's is $4 million of dead money and $9 million in savings. So to me, that was why he was maybe one of the guys mostly in that danger zone. But was it? 
just dead money for this year or is there dead money for next year too? Hold on. I'll t- I, I will tell you. I will tell you. Um, because that counts. Yeah. Okay. Dead money. I for- mean, I mean, Go ahead, and then I'll give you an Dead money for next year is also it's also the same, but there's there's eleven and a half million dollars they would save on next year's cap as well. Right. So, uh, for example, you know everybody was well, he can't pay Zeke that much money, right? Well, he had eight million dollars in dead money last year, and he's got another six million dollars this year. So, when you combine it. It's like, okay, did we really get ahead? Because now I'm paying that money for nothing. So, again, there, there's always ways to restructure uh, the base salary to, to be able to uh, get out from, you know, a, a, what probably looks like at this point a bad contract. Uh, and then, you know, how did you know coming back from a torn ACL that that's what it was going to come to? And – Somebody's got to take his place. Mm-hmm. Mickey, so you got to spend money for that too, right? Yep. Yeah, you do. Uh, we've talked about Ezekiel Elliott, and yeah, obviously his treads weren't the same, but what he did do is get the, the tough yards. The If you needed one and a half, he could get you one and a half. There was an article today, Warren Sharp, who does a great job statistically, <laughs> analytics, et cetera. The percentage of running backs – whose runs did not gain yardage or lost yardage. And Buffalo had the number one overall, like, best. The Cowboys were, like, 15th or so at 18%. Do you feel like, and and I don't know what it was last year. I tried to find it. I couldn't. But do you feel like that that might have been better had Zeke been a part of the the backfield? No, absolutely. I thought it all along before, you know, he was even released. Uh, everybody was clamoring, well, he's done, can't do this, can't do that. Well, he could get the tough yard, uh, and rarely uh, did he get stopped for no gain. So uh, if, if you go back to last year, he was averaging right at what Tony Pollard finished at uh, this year, 4.1 a carry, until Terrence Steele got hurt. After Terrence Steele got hurt, his average dropped to like 3.8. Now, did he get worn out or was the blocking not uh, as uh, as good uh, in the running game uh, when you had to put somebody else there uh, to take the place of Terrence Steele? So uh, I, I, I was not for letting him go. I just thought he could serve a purpose. And even though they cut him, you know, re-sign him to something like New England signed them to three years with, uh, or three million with, you know, playtime bonuses. That if he played this much, he gets this much per game. Uh, I always thought the Cowboys should have done that. Mickey, uh, backup quarterback Cooper Rush uh, has been very good uh, for them when he's been called upon, but they did trade for Trey Lance uh, last season, uh, right before the regular season started. do you envision a scenario where Cooper Rush is not back? Well, I think there'll be some competition. Um, you know, uh, Trey Lance, you know, all he did last year was, you know, he was on the basically uh, ran the scout team. Um, didn't get hardly any snaps with the offense. So I think this is going to be a very important offseason because he didn't have that last year. 
and a very important uh, training camp and uh, preseason games for him with the Cowboys uh, because uh, he didn't have any of that last year. He was just kind of uh, in quarterback school, if you will. Uh, but again, you got to see it. Uh, I, 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 you know, you, you know what you got in Cooper Rush. Uh, what's this guy got? And then the other thing, and I always thought this was part of why they invested a fourth round pick in him for him last year was what, what if he shows out in, in training camp? What if he shows out in preseason games and some team gets desperate and needs a quarterback? You might be able to turn a fourth round pick that you traded into a second round pick, uh, if you can hold the team hostage. So that's always a possibility too. Now, Cooper Rush has one year left on his deal. Uh, and then, you know, for, for them, I, I would imagine they would hope that he can show enough, uh, to maybe be the backup quarterback, uh, of the future. But we got to see it. We haven't seen it. Uh, and, and so, yeah, uh, I don't think you can go into training camp thinking, well, that's my backup quarterback and we don't need Cooper Rush. Got to be careful on that. Mickey, is this time of the year as uh, dynamic, so to speak, with it was a franchise tag and all that? Is this as like interesting as it's been in the past, or are people getting smarter, whether agents, players, or also the team? Well, from a from a team standpoint, I think they're getting smarter. From a media standpoint, they're getting dumber uh, because everybody's throwing mashed potatoes on the wall hoping something sticks, right? Uh, and I think the people out there reading and listening uh, have to understand who they trust. Uh, because somebody was telling me today about, uh, and I don't know where he got his information, but like the Cowboys were the second choice to sign Mike Evans. They were second in trying to sign uh, Stefan Diggs. And it's like, well, yeah, but no one knows if those guys are going to be free agents. We still got what three weeks to go before March 13th, two weeks, whatever it is, you know, they could resign with their team. And how much is it going to cost? Because the Cowboys do have a salary cap and they are like 14 million over right now. And you hadn't even gotten to free agency. So I think people kind of get confused about, uh, the uh, the free agency part of it when they see the big name veterans and who knows if they you know get re-signed and and those two guys I, I would imagine those teams want them back um but again you know you never know but you gotta kind of wait to see until free agency begins i believe it's march 13th uh and then you know you want to tie the cowboys to this guy and that guy well what do those guys want to play for uh, because, uh, you know, the Cowboys can't keep stuffing money into the future. And I know, and I just wrote about it for tomorrow, uh, the, the all-in thing, but you got to have all to go in. And they really don't have a lot, and they've got a lot of things that they have to do. And think about it. Are the Cowboys one player away from going to, you know, winning the NFC title game? they got a lot of players they got to replace. Uh, and I, I don't know that you can just say, got to ha- go all in on this guy and he's going to turn everything around because the offense was pretty good, right? 
the quarterback did throw, lead the league with 36 touchdown passes. Yet they they couldn't get over the hump in the playoffs because the defense gave up 41 points. Mickey, uh, how much reasonably can people expect the Cowboys to get under the cap when it comes to doing all the things they have to do because they're not going to you know get to a point where like they wake up March 13th and they've got 50 million dollars available I mean seeing as they started I think they like a 29 over you know months ago and now they've whittled it down about half of that but where's the number you think that they'll be reasonably able to do things with when it comes to well, yeah that's kind of hard to project mm. because you know, when you're over the cap, it's it's kind of a moving number, right? And they will be under, right? They will be under. Uh, I remember, gosh, and I just might be 15, 20 years ago when I, I wrote a column on DallasCowboys.com saying, you know, the Cowboys are so far over the cap uh, when, say, March 13th shows up at 3 o'clock the bells are going to go off because they're, they're, they're so far over. Well, they got under, and the next day, Stephen Jones had read what I wrote, and he got a very cutely goes, Jeremy, bells go off yesterday? And I was like, okay, I've learned my lesson because you're not going to pay the fine to be over come March 13th. They will be under. Uh, and then it's a matter of can you create some more space by restructuring guys' contracts and then paying them a uh, restructure bonus. But, you know, of the, of, like, of the $14 million that they're uh, over right now, uh, and I don't know if I got the number right when I said it before, but $12, min, 12 million is restructure signing bonus in voided years for Zach Martin and Tyron Smith. $6 million each that they got to count for. So that stuff, you know, the restructure thing sounds great, uh, but it's like, uh, you know, pushing your payment on your credit card down the road, and then they charge you 28% interest. Yep. It eventually ran the 90s Cowboys into the ground because they kept doing that with Aikman and others and uh, eventually just didn't have enough money, and they all got older. Mickey, thank you very much. Appreciate your time, Mickey Spagnola. Cowboys, DallasCowboys.com with us on Thursdays. This has been a Rogue Media Network 